Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is episode 21 of The Sane Show. This is a really special episode. I got probably the most special guest on right now, the homie, mentor, big brother. I, when I tell you guys, I, I'm, you guys probably heard me mention him in previous episodes. I uh, really look up to this guy. He's really had a big impact on me you know, in the, in the entertainment space. Um, one of the people that helped me early on and is still um, making an impact today. The homie, Ty, a.k.a. Flash. Ty, what's, <laughs> going, what's going I'm on? I'm happy to be here, man, on the same show, man. You're far too kind. It's always been that way, man. But I think this is the other way around. Man. I'm super proud of you and what you got going on. You still succeeding. Like I knew yeah. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it's it. It's not a surprise for me. <laughs> Yeah, 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 man. Gosh, about seven, about seven, eight years yeah. it's been since we sat down across from oh, each other on some mics. Yeah. Yeah, man, yeah. And yeah. I I long know overdue. Right. Oh yeah, definitely. Wait. Too 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 long overdue. Yeah. I, I remember um you know, you uh you helped me. At uh, ECSU WRBS, oh yeah. gosh, what's the number? Um, eighty nine nine. Eighty nine nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you know, as, as leading up to this, I remember we. Uh, I remember I, I. I remember I just you took me under your wing, man. I you know drop I in. You first came in. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know. You had to look like I don't know if this is for me. Right. Like, I want to do it. Like, right. Exactly. Yep. 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 I I had night winds and you had uh, Friday night light. Oh, that show was lit, man. I I, I appreciate you letting me come in and you know hang out. That's that's always fun, man. I just always just go back and tell people. I still tell people today. It's like, man, my boy had you had the show. Your show was the prime time (laughs) show. Like everybody Friday night live. And I remember going to the games and um, some of the parties. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it was it was it was lit. It was lit. Kind of miss those times. Right? Uh, who are you telling, man? Who are you telling? <laughs> so, uh, it's, you you guys are in for one. This guy's got a lot of great things going on. We'll find out later. Uh, we're gonna, let's go ahead and get into it, though. We're going to talk about artist management, um, state of radio. We're going to have our trending topic, and then we're going to you know interview Ty. Learn a lot about him. Um, yeah, not a little, a lot. He's got a lot of things going on. A lot, got his hands on a lot of different things. So I'm excited for you guys to learn about this guy and you know get some insight into uh, what he has going on and also learn a little bit from him as well so let's go ahead let's hop into it artist management so clearly (laughs) (laughs) dude because just uh, you know watching how you propelled from the college days and now you're you're working with artists and you know I, I was just you know, I've, I've seen you posting on Facebook as well, you know, as far as giving the artists some advice as yeah. far as uh, wanting to take their career seriously, going on tour, Absolutely. doing shows, getting their name out yeah. there. This was the main thing I'm trying to do, man, yeah. is actually be here, not only just be here, but be here in the vicinity, helping artists, giving them the opportunity right. to advance and excel themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and without a monetary price behind it. Yeah. I mean, sometimes artists, they, they get into a financial bond and they're not always able to help themselves, right. you know, get to the next level. And, mm-hmm. and in the industry, you know, um, truth be told, you, you do have a, have a budget to invest in yourself more so than anything, man. Um, yeah. And you want to continue to do that, but at the same time, you want to be strategic with it. You know, mm-hmm. you don't, don't want to put 
a whole lump sum here, mm-hmm. and then you're hurting on this end because you can't do this, what you want to do for your career for us, promotional marketing-wise, because you didn't put it all into a video budget. You know right. what I'm saying? So you got to kind of be super strategic with it, mm-hmm. knowing how to make the moves, when to make the moves, and, mm-hmm. to be, and when to do it would make it be beneficial for you. Mm-hmm. Artist management, man, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I consider, I take pride with, um, because you're not only helping yourself, you're helping them. Right. Um, at the end of the day, um, although artists, when they look at it from a standpoint of management, artists, it's not so much of own the manager, but the manager works for the artist. Right. So if artists aren't happy, tell your manager that. Let them know. Mm-hmm. Why is it? Communication is key. Why are you not happy? Mm-hmm. You know, are you expecting things that's supposed to come your way that you haven't got yet? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a reason why. So you just got to kind of keep the lines of communication always open for Right. Um, so you really want to have a good solid relationship with that. Right. Yeah. So let me ask you this question here: When should a because you you know you worked with artists, yeah. I've I've worked with artists, and we've seen a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I so one of my questions to you, especially because I've been I was talking to somebody about this kind of recently, is when I guess when should an artist seek out management? You know what's crazy? I had this conversation yesterday, man. I was in South Carolina. Um, we were just talking. I was kind of reflecting on my girl, and I was just saying, hey, man, um, it's a lot of artists contact me for management opportunities. And mm-hmm. I had to turn someone down yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's not also, almost to say, like, I'm, I'm above them or not. Right, it's yeah. It's just more so I look at it as, is, hey, am I able to dedicate the time that you need to help you succeed? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hurt you in the long run by benefiting me, because that's not going to help none of us, you know, if we're not giving that 100% in to help both. Um, so I look at that. I also look at your load. Um, do you have something to manage? Um, you know, a lot of artists look for manage, but don't really have anything to manage. I mean, right. you may have three or four songs. I mean, that's not a whole catalog to right. Um you also want managers for us getting shows, opportunities, then you got to have those lines hitting you up to, so you can have something to manage those lines or those connects. Right. So it's almost about for us, the artist's workload, are they really active? Mm-hmm. And do they have something to manage, if that makes yeah. sense, you know? You know, I, I was going to answer that question, but I really want to hear it from you yeah. just to kind of make sure if what – I was Absolutely. thinking yeah, yeah. was in line well, what with. You, what, what do you think about that? Well, like to hear well, here's because you know I've, I've been keeping you in, in the loop with yeah. the same show, Absolutely. and I just brought on a manager, a marketing manager, someone helped with talent mm-hmm. and uh, street team work. Yeah. And for me, I got to a point where I had so many moving pieces, oh, yeah. right? And as the the show was growing, yeah. you know, I'm I'm creating content, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm editing, I'm distributing it, and then, you know, I'm also planning yeah. ahead. You got a lot going on. Right. And at a certain point, I think it, it really hit me when my marketing manager, Gray, we had a call. He's like, yo, Cliff, you sound exhausted. And he's like, know. right. And I'm just like, dude, I am. It's like, I try not to let people hear it on the yeah, mic, like, but it's yeah. like, I am exhausted. And he's like, you need people to help you take the load yeah, and do some things. Right. Yeah, exactly. And so I brought on all these people and it, it has helped tremendously yeah. because at the end of the day, you got to, I have to focus on the creative. What you doing? Uh, exactly. Continue putting out good content and giving people the stuff that they come to the same show to hear. Mm-hmm. And so 
hearing what you said, because it's like, I think the, the biggest thing is having something to manage. And so I, I, I definitely, I definitely and agree. And as an artist or entertainer or somebody like yeah. yourself, you will like, know right. when you need that help. Right, exactly. I mean, it's like, you'll know. Right. I mean, you'll know. <laughs> exactly. You'll know. Yeah, I, uh, you're, you're definitely right. So, because, you know, at least speaking on the same show, just especially having the vision that I have for the podcast mm -hmm. and seeing where this thing can go and then seeing how everything's lining up and all these different projects we have in the works. It's like, yeah, okay, I need somebody to come in and help you manage on that. You already on episode 21. <laughs> <laughs> so that should tell you something like, you know, you didn't got 21 episodes of content and, I mean, yeah. it doesn't come easy. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And, uh, you know, just really taking and building it out. And, you know, on uh, it was episode... 18 um with the homie skate you know one of the things we were talking about is because not getting not getting lost in it yeah because when you get lost in it that's where things really start yeah. to go sideways and and I, and I was like that's the one thing i didn't want to happen with the same show is i don't want to get lost in it so it with, can right it does it, it and it happens all the time and that yeah. and that and that's very disheartening because like you know i guess one of the things i'll say to the artists that are listening like get ahead of that stuff yes and that's why when I was when I did my interview with Poppy, and I said, "Well, if she asked me if I could give a p advice to any new podcaster, and I would get this advice really goes to anybody doing anything. Always stay planning yeah. and looking ahead, right? Because yeah, I, I told him I said March is going to be hell for me because the same show is go undergoing a lot of changes, a lot of good changes, and I said." We got to plan for this, and we got to get ahead of it because yeah. if not, it's going to get messy. Oh, it's going to get ahead of you. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you mess around, lose control. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you if you could offer a piece, a one solid piece of advice, if the if the artists listening to this don't take anything else from what you've just said, what would you tell them? Stop comparing your career track with other artists. <laughs> <laughs> because another artist is doing this and they're yeah. there, there's a reason behind that. Invest in yourself. Focus on your career, where you're at, your state, and work on perfecting yourself. Find mm -hmm. ways of find ways of exploring yourself and making your brand in other things, getting your brand in different fan bases, um, just trying to make yourself active. Put your face around people. The more times people see you, the more they'll get to know you. The more they'll remember you, the more you're there sticking your head. Mm -hmm. Then especially if you deliver them content with that as well, I mean, that's a, that's a super plus. Yeah. So, I mean, main thing is, man, just, just kind of focus on your craft. Don't look at nobody else's success and where they are in their career and why, and comparing yourself, wondering why, why you're here and why they're there. Oh, they're oh, I'm way better than them. You know, I'm supposed to be here. Right. Yeah. It's, it just focus on yourself. Simple. And yeah. You'll be where you need to be. I tell you, those words never been and so it's true. It's a marathon man. too. It's not a sprint. Right. A lot of artists think they can get it overnight. Right. It's a marathon. Right. I mean, I know, I know guys who had art records that didn't pop until like a year and a half later. You know, mm -hmm. they'll drop a record in 2017 late, mm -hmm. and the next thing you know, everybody not knowing who they are until 2018, the right. late of 2018, maybe right. the beginning of 2019. So right. stay focused, man, keep pushing, and it's a marathon. It's, it's, it's funny too, and then uh, you know, I'll go ahead and uh, wrap this up, but 
you know, one of the things I, I think about it, because over the years, you know, and getting the advice that I've gotten, a lot of, I tried to run from it sometimes, yeah. but it's like you have, you have to do this stuff. You have to, you. It's a grind. You you gotta grind. And when you, you know, one of the things I learned to do, and I, I guess really with this podcast is really learn to not only accept it and embrace it, but make it a habit. Yeah. Because when you, because that's what a lot of people don't do. They don't make it a habit. Because if you don't make it a habit, it's you know, it's all discipline. And if you make it a habit, right, because it's like, yo, okay, I'm used to doing this, right, I'm going from recording once a week to recording two, three times a week, I'm used to it, I'm I'm used to it, right, yeah, like, I plan, I have a schedule around this, so, and like you said, looking forward to it, so, yeah, because, like, dang, you know, if you would have told me in October of 18 that I will be recording three times a week dropping two episodes a week I would have been like uh, <laughs> nah, uh, nah I'm good man <laughs> I'm, I'm comfortable where I am right now Are you right exactly so yeah just you know just getting out that comfort zone and you know just going with it and do it man embrace it and you know just just keep it up so you know you, you definitely said some great things man so let's go ahead let's hop into our trending topic one that you know all about and used to uh, used yeah. to play the game. The NFL offseason. <laughs> this is one of buzzing. <laughs> Didn't your boys just uh, bring back Deshaun Jackson? Did. Deshaun Jackson what? is back in the green. <laughs> Making highlight plays, doing what Jack Pot does. What do you think I'm about excited. that? Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how they help this out with the offense, with him coming to the offense. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. With Carson Wentz, he should be 100%. Mm-hmm. Then we got Alshon Jeffrey at the receiver. Then we mm-hmm. got D-Jack at the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, we can keep Aguilar at the slot, keep him going. Um, I know Golden Tate is going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So, it's just really about keeping that chemistry and getting everything back to where it need to be, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we bring our offensive uh, tackle back. So, you know, Carson Wentz, his back blind side is going to be protected mm-hmm. extremely well. So, it's, it's, it's exciting, good. man. You know? Good, good. Good. So where do you, where do you uh, now? Because I know you're a fan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. In in the in the upcoming season, now I guess statistically speaking, and you know based off of the roster the that roster you guys have, thing, yeah. where do you guys see yourself falling in the division, and oh, what do you project uh, your record being? I feel like we're gonna be definitely at the top of the division this year. Um, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say number one. No bias. <laughs> the reason I say that, man, is because I feel like our defensive line has always been the strength in the heart of us. The yeah. defense is coming together. Um, we had a lot of injuries. You know, last year, one of the things I'll say about the Eagles is uh, they're one of those teams, like uh, my team, the Panthers, and yeah. as well as the you know teams like the Baltimore Ravens. They really uh, – I think defense is one of those things that they, they – Right, and they're really consistent with – and I, I I'll agree with you guys. Should be number one, especially with the uh, the moves that yeah. the Giants have made, Giants and have made. right, right. <laughs> and the Cowboys don't ever seem to get it get it get it together. I, I know a big one, um, OBJ going to the Browns. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was that was very shocking. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I was. I probably found out the news probably like an hour and a half, two hours later. Then mm-hmm. I just went on social media just to see. Right. Oh, it blew up. Yeah, as soon as I got on there and said OBJ to the Browns, I'm like, what? Right, right. 
I had to go check the NFL uh, Instagram and yeah. you know, just like, is this real? <laughs> right, yeah, you know? it's like, yo, that's the one you gotta really check your source. Like, yeah, you really gotta check the source. And you know the 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 Browns are they're really getting serious about it now. Yeah. The offense and oh, um, yeah. I really hate the way they did Hugh Doe letting him go to coach the head coach yeah. last year and then yeah. with them now they bringing in all these weapons and firepower, right. you know, for the next right. coach. Right. Know? And you know, honestly, I, I agree with you because I think that with the year that they had, even though they didn't have the best year, yeah. they I saw like a spark and I saw a potential. Yes. And it's like all you got to do is build around that, give it another go, yes. and you, you'll you'll probably have some success. And so yes. I looked. I was you know, uh, before you got here. I'm, I'm I was looking at uh, the the free agency stuff and the signings that the Browns made yeah. over – oh, gosh. Yeah, they, they're trying to make some noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah. – I would almost say that I would be disappointed if they don't they don't make good use so, of their yeah. – Yeah, they should. They really don't. And one thing, another uh, surprise about the offseason that got me was I was happy for Earl Thomas, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Baltimore, yeah. getting his money, getting the day he deserved. Yeah. And Le'Veon Bell going to New York. Right, Jets. right. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens with Tyron Matthew. You know, he signed oh, yeah, he with the Chiefs, so yeah, because you know they have a they they have a solid yeah, defense, a solid exactly. Defense, quarterback, right, right. So. so I'm excited to see what happens with that. I'm 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 a uh, Tyron Matthew fan as well. Yeah, I like the way he plays. Right, and I I love I watching that. good defenses. So I used to play on the defensive side of the ball yeah. myself. So I'm I'm excited to see what comes of that. Now, <laughs> only because. We're in the Carolinas. Yeah. What are, I guess what are you what are your thoughts on Cam Newton? You know he had to have surgery, and you know there's a lot of debate about if she, he should even, uh, you know, play, in at least in the beginning of the season, or in you know people saying they should sit him for a little bit, let him rest up, and things of that nature. What's your thoughts? Um, with that type of having surgery on your shoulder, especially your throwing arm, mm-hmm. um, it can be it can be tricky. Um, thank God I've never had experience any of that, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it can be kind of tricky just trying to get everything back to where it need to be. Mm-hmm. I guess they can see how it goes and just let Cam play it out for himself. Mm-hmm. Let him have the opportunity mm-hmm. and the pressure. Yeah. Um, and if y'all have a, a quarterback that can get the job done, you know. Um, I have seen rumors that y'all were looking into Kaepernick. Uh, I don't know how oh, man. Yeah, you know how much I would love um, that. And, and, I say, <laughs> and I tell the people, like, um, him and Cam almost got the same game. So, if, you're not, if you don't want Kaepernick, like, right. it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. You know, like, why not? Exactly. Even if it is a backup for the time being, bring him in, let Cam get healthy 100%. Right. Then bring Cam back and let him do his thing. Exactly. Like, and just let him give – I just say get Cam an opportunity. Before right. We, before y'all get rid of him and mm-hmm. whatever y'all crucify him or whatnot, mm-hmm. give him opportunity. See how he does. He may come back like the I forgot what's it uh, the movie the rookie or whatnot the kid going <laughs> and start throwing fastballs at yeah running. yeah yeah hey you know he had his surgery Cam might be coming in throwing you, it everything. was it was the same thing I, I I believe with Jake DeLong after he had that Tommy John surgery yeah. and he he came back just you know just, elbow, then right the Tommy John is usually yeah quarterbacks. Right? Yep. And you know, I can I remember he came back just slinging that yeah, ball. So, I think I, he got that uh Bojangles sponsorship. Too. Right. <laughs> Man, good day. Yeah. Still has Steve Smith and everything. Yeah. Um I guess my thing with the you know, with the Panthers and Cam Newton, you know, Cam Newton is he's crossed the five year mark. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely got some time on him. He got some age on him as well. Right. Yeah. He's a big he's a big body. Right. So. I would love to see him get a ring. I know we got to, you know, your he Eagles. He had a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, 
it, I just really think that I, I sometimes think they do, they really don't have an understanding of you know building a team around a player like that. And y'all have new ownership as well. Exactly. I, so. I I I like the new owner. I like I like where his head is, and I really think he's. Um, I really think he's a really down-to-earth guy, at least from what I've heard about him and what I've been able to see of him. Really think he's down-to-earth and that he, you know, he's a he's balanced. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So I, I just hope going forward he he has, you know, he remains like that yeah, and absolutely. that that reflects within the moves that the franchise ma- franchise makes. So yeah, I mean, I, I think um, this this is so far it's, it's early in the off season. It's been an interesting off season yeah, the already. Oh man, it's. It's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, really <laughs> a lot of moving and shaking going on in the NFL right now, so it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to look forward to, and um, it's going to be an exciting season, really needless to say. Going exactly, going into uh, 2019 season. That was our trending topic, brought to you by ESPN, SB Nation, Complex, everybody, Bleacher Report. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. talking about the NFL offseason. Um, you know where to find your news. All right, so we're going to go ahead and go to our next topic that is the state of radio you and i used to do radio obviously and i know you're now doing uh station head up one radio radio. the pleasure of helping out you know yeah hosting a couple nights monday especially so you know we got podcasting that's growing and and then we have radio and you know it's so funny because with the with the digital with the digital platforms now it's almost like podcasting is, is more so the talk side of radio mm-hmm. and then you got music streaming and, and and then you have you have things like uh station head it's up one radio where it's a lot it's most it's more music based so now the question is what i guess what do you see the future of ready traditional radio looking like going forward? Me personally, man, um, I think that radio, commercial radio, will always have an impact mm-hmm. um, in some way. Um, and it may not be beneficial to everyone, mm-hmm. um, if that makes sense. But I do feel like as long as there's cars that's maneuvering around out here, you're going to always have radio. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, um, satellite radio whether it be commercial radio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and I feel like both of them can be super effective depending mm-hmm. on how you utilize them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's all about memory and what you hear. You go on the radio now, you can kind of, you listen to your favorite radio station, you kind of can already guess what songs is going to come up and play. You know? Right. And it's, and it's kind of part of that program. Right. And with that being said, once you kind of know that, it's... it's it's the reason why behind that of them you hearing the same songs or whatnot is because it's, it's worked out between their label mm-hmm. and their radio right station, you know um so it's a lot of work behind the scenes mm-hmm. to get things done especially with artists i know they talk about i know it's off subject but artists talk about trying to get radio play all the yeah time. yeah um and it's just like behind with, with that i mean it takes a lot bit more than just going up there saying hey you know i got this record play right. the record i want to be on the radio right but they don't understand that with comes radio, you know, they have a, a goal to meet as well. They have right. something to uphold and they have to keep listeners. They have to keep right. active listeners. If they put your record in, they have Drake going in and then they put your record after that, mm-hmm. I mean, are people going to continue to be on the radio stations right. or are they going to turn it? Right. You know what I'm saying? They can't risk turning their station for an independent artists that they right. don't know. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? So oh, yeah. it's just almost like it's a lot of work mm-hmm. behind that. And mm-hmm. getting that worked out for mm-hmm. both ends to be yeah. happy and where they want it. And uh, I'm thinking about this too now because I'm, I'm, you know, with shows like The Breakfast Club, that's the only, that's really the only time I'll, listen, I'll stand to listen to the radio. Yeah. Is early in the morning. The yep, the Breakfast Club, and I think because of the, the content that you know the things they talk about, I guess it resonates a lot with the yeah. with certain generations, yeah. mostly younger generations. And the culture, exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I I feel like well, I guess with, with shows like that, it, it gives you know it puts radio, it keeps radio in the game. I think what helps out the Breakfast Club as well as they have visuals. I mean, you know, they have that too. camera in there rolling. Um, and everything they do is live. Everything they do is up to date mm-hmm. as well. Um, what I mean by up to date is, I mean like in today's time. Mm-hmm. Um, would you have just like have Charlemagne giving donkey of the day to a situation that happened yesterday? Yeah. You know, and it's just active. It's just recent. Mm-hmm. You know, and people. Like that. It's funny you say that because I, I think that's how I got introduced to the Breakfast Club was via YouTube videos, yeah. and then knowing that they had an actual show, yeah. then it's like okay, I think I'm going to listen to yeah. the Breakfast Club. So on my morning drive, I listen to the Breakfast Club See, every morning. You have, and how do you listen to uh, Breakfast Club? Satellite radio? Not just retro because uh, they're on. You know, they like the local syndicated, station. Yeah, yeah syndicated. Syndicated. Yeah. Uh, things. Mm-hmm. So like. I mean, it's just so, it's super like, it's kind of tricky with that, man, because some areas not able to hear the radio station. Yeah, and that that's sucks. That's you say, like, well, I didn't even know they had a radio station or radio show. Right. I just know they had videos mm-hmm. on YouTube or not. And there's mm-hmm. other people thinking like that as well because they can't hear the radio. Right. Or unless they get satellite radio and they have the opportunities of being a part of that syndicate mm-hmm. shows that picked it up. Mm-hmm. So, and I feel like with that, man, with what they're doing with the Breakfast Club, they have potential to kind of wipe out. A lot of radio station morning oh, yeah. shows if they decided to go that route. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. A lot of morning shows will be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, you know, you think about, like, uh, Tom Joyner is retiring. I know he's – I heard he's getting ready to go on a retirement tour. And and then, um, what, Ricky Smiley, he still have a show? Yeah, Ricky still have his. Steve, Steve Harvey, Harvey yeah. in the morning. Yep. So, yep. for it's like, you know, culturally, those are the only ones that's really, like, yeah. for different generations, like the older generation. Right, kind of right, into that. right. But I, I think, like you said, man, before long, like, who do you have or who do you expect that's going to step up and take that place? Right. You know, once they're done. Exactly. Exactly, yeah, because they, they, they've, they've made a very big impact really did. on the culture. They really did. So, and, and sometimes, you know, I think about it, you know, with everything that we have, it's like, man, like, you know, I guess if you had asked someone like me, Years ago, is there is there enough room for everybody to really do this to do everything? You know, have all these podcasts, have all these, have all I these radio is, shows. Man. Yeah, um, certain, and I guess it's certain avenues. Which is what you want to say, man? Yeah. Like, like with the podcast, I feel like it's enough room. Mm-hmm. Definitely with podcasts, it's enough room, man. Yeah. Um, because the thing about that is, everybody has their own chance to be original and to create something different than the right. other person. Everybody is different in their own way. Mm-hmm. So they not already guarantee you, like, your podcast is going to be super different than what he has. Right. Yeah, we may have the same t- topics or whatnot, but it's still different in how we carry ourselves. Mm-hmm. We talk about 
maybe even the language you use, mm-hmm. or just to how we keep the show moving, right? It's organized, right? I mean, all of those play a part. The production could be different, you know right. what I'm saying? But exactly, it's just different. I mean, like I said, it's a lot of room for podcasters out there, man, especially to be successful and then mm-hmm. get their subscribers some money the way they want to. Mm-hmm. But with the radio, commercial radio wise, man, it's super competitive. Mm-hmm. Man. Um, it's all about who you can get to tune in. It's still a popularity thing at the end of the day. So would you say with commercial radio, almost like that's the big bucks? That's where the big bucks is? I feel like a guarantee-wise, if you need in certain markets, it's where the money, the big bucks can be. Understood. I feel with, with New York, and you have like markets like Texas, Houston, um, Dallas. Right. LA. LA. Yeah. Those markets are where really where the money is. And mm-hmm. Just think about you got cities with Utah. Mm-hmm. You know, then you have markets in Alabama. Or mm-hmm. Those are not going to compare to the same price range mm-hmm. that you're going to have with others. I mean, either way, you got the population is super, super huge to compare to Alabama. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you already over two million people plus right. prior to that. Right. So I feel like the more people you can cater to, the more people you can reach, the more influence and monetary value that you can gain from the situation. Mm-hmm. So I guess talking to, before talking to you and you know thinking about this topic, I had a bit of a bias against radio. But you know, listen, listening to you, oh, no, I, no. I, I, I guess you know because you got to keep an open mind at yeah. the end of the day. I, what, I know. What do you think about radio? You well, think it's, think I thought it's in trouble? I thought radio was on its way out slowly. Slowly but it, surely. It, it, You're not the only one that's think that though. But it, it, but not it, it, with the exception of satellite radio. Uh, because I, I don't know. So what's the difference with the satellite radio, and then you got your commercial radio? I feel like besides the language and stuff that you can use, besides the FCC rule getting thrown out, what would be the difference? Why would the satellite radio still be here and not commercial radio? If that makes sense. Well, man, I, I just, I guess on a local level, mm-hmm. I just feel like with commercial radio, it's just eh. You know, I don't, I don't care for like the local, a lot of the local. Uh, Personalities, DJs, and the, yeah, and I the can show. See that. Yeah, the yeah, show yeah, just is, just isn't as yeah. it's not as appealing to me. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can see that. And and you know, so it's so funny, like when someone because, and this is with almost any kind of show, whether whether it be a podcast or mm-hmm. whether it be any other shows on Station Head, mm-hmm. XM. Some like someone asked me, it's like, hey, so with the content you're talking about, like, is it local based or is it national scope? And I said, honestly, I don't want to limit it to anything uh, that keeps it local for one, because this is something for everybody. Because it's yeah. like somebody listens to this, and I'm talking about Charlotte. Like, this isn't a Charlotte show. This yeah, isn't a North not, Carolina it's a, show. It's a global show. Exactly. And I want people to listen to it, and like, because like we're talking about things that everybody's yeah, talking about. Right, those those everyday common man conversations that you know we all discuss, and I just sometimes feel like on a local level, it's it's not that it's all, it, and I understand that too because they function within a market, mm-hmm. so you're catering to that market, you know, and with the, uh, but I guess like with the Breakfast Club, they're they're talking about, they're 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 having those conversations that uh you know that's really big in the culture right now, but yet they still you know. Of course, they give it back to the local station for the weather, traffic mm-hmm. updates, and things like that, which yeah, is very helpful. Order, you know. Right. So having that, I, I, I guess when we talk about 
with commercial radio, I feel like with the Breakfast Club or with some, and as well as those uh, other national shows, mm -hmm. they do a really good job at it. And but then with and then with XM Radio, I guess really the I guess the thing I like about it is the it's just variety and how they are More able. Options. Yeah, exactly. I, I'll I tell you my favorite favorite channel is like the smooth jazz channels yeah. so that's actually my uh, favorite genre of music okay. so you know it's like i listen to that yeah, i can yeah. get, get your vibe with that exactly thing. exactly and you know look the top 10 shows everything like just yeah, all absolutely. it's all jazz so it's, it's it's and i guess like you can almost say podcasting is almost like the next step Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of you know the the variations of genres, because someone was telling me like, yo, it's like over five hundred kinds of genres with podcasting. Yes. You can make a podcast about anything. Anything. And a lot of just food. talking about just food. Right, crime investigation. Talking about just crime investigation. Yes, exactly. So it's a it's a lot of you know that's the that's the beautiful thing about it, and that's what. When you say there's there's enough space, yeah, because there's a lot of niche markets out here, niche audiences that are going to gravitate to that, as well as those people that are interested in multiple things. So you know, I listen to a bunch of different podcasts. And, you know, I'm, yeah, and I'm not yeah. the only person that yeah, has yeah, yeah. you know that listens to a variety of things as well. So another thing I can say, why I, I, I kind of support the radio, commercial radio, and say it's not going anywhere um, because it's it's kind of. The advertisers that you hear on, like the yeah. commercial breaks, yeah. they're paying for those things. Yeah. So that's yeah. keeping the lights on. And so rev revenue. Revenue is yeah. going to come in and generate. And then, again, when I say you hear an artist and, you know, he's on the radio getting their song played, they're getting like 30 or 40 spins in a week or yeah. 30 or 40 spins in two or three days. Mm -hmm. It's a budget behind that. You mm -hmm. know, these top labels, you know, they're funding, yeah. you know, the radio station, believe it or not. I right. Mean, that's just how it works. Mm -hmm. That's what the imprint is. That's just how the game goes. You mm -hmm. know? Um, so, yeah, it's just a lot of revenue. It's still, believe it or not, it's revenue in there. You just got to either know how to get it right. or know where and when, you know? This is actually off topic, but oh, this yeah. made me think about, um, I was watching a video on the infographic show, YouTube channel I follow, and they were talking about how, Craigslist makes money and you know I never thought about it. it's like man how does Craigslist make money yeah, but you know they're like right. advertising people pay to right and it's like yeah it, I think it ranges from like five to seventy five dollars yeah. you know but you a whole bunch of people pay for that and that that keeps them in keeps business so yeah keeps it going even yeah. with Sirius XM like I seen the little advertisement they had now you get a subscription for like three months for ninety nine cent like, right you know, Imagine how many people that's doing that three month subscription for the first time for ninety nine cents. Right. You have five hundred people doing that. That's five hundred dollars. Right. Guaranteed. Right. right. You know. So <laughs> that's just five hundred people. Times that. Series XM is global. Right. You know, and they're reaching with cars automatically coming right. in your cars. You Hundreds know? So of millions of people. Yeah. Yeah. Hundreds of millions doing that. A dollar for subscription for three years. That's a hundred of millions of dollars. You right. Know? So. Right. Exactly. It's all about the way you look at it. It's, it's not, I don't think it's going anywhere. No yeah. Soon. And then, like, just to think about all the different little partnerships they might have on the side of that to bring exactly. in additional revenue and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love I love entertainment business yes. conversations, man. Cause it's <laughs> I mean, there's so much out there for people, man. Yeah, it's, and it's, yeah. And it's a lot of space for everybody to grow and get exactly. the monetary reward that they want. Yeah. You know, they just got to pick your market and pick their area and stay there and be consistent, man. Right. 
I agree. I agree. I agree. So I want to go ahead and get to ask you some questions, yeah, let the yeah, listeners get to know a lot. So, <laughs> um, I, so I, really, I want everybody to know about your journey as far as uh, how you went from, you know, doing radio at ECSU yeah. and even how you, how, you know, what inspired you to do that and, you know, what, where you are now and, you know, the, the, some of the different things you got your hands in. Man, when I first got there, I always loved music, man. Music has always been in me. Um, I always feel like I can sing. I feel like I'm an artist still behind mm-hmm. the doors, man. But um, I, I always loved music going in there to the radio station, going to school, man. They always say, what was your major, what you want to major in? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, but I just knew it had to be something involving music and a radio station. I didn't care if I just got my degree in just radio. Like, I wanted to be in radio. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was taught. And, you know, gotten the, the opportunity to do that. Um, I went in there. Talked to Mr. Greg Sampson, I'll never forget it. Remember, like it was yesterday, man. Uh, rest in peace to him. He eventually ended up passing after training me four months mm. into the radio, man. He passed. Mm. He gave me my name, DJ Flash, man. Gave me a little <laughs> sound by introduction and everything, man. Like, and and he was a real cool guy. He had, yeah. Um, his brother was on the Love Boat. I don't know if you know the show, TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Land. Yeah, his classic. Was on there, man. Yeah. Um, so. Very monumental in the music as well. He had he put some years in there, mm-hmm. so like um, it was unfortunate that he had to leave. You know, after four to five months after training mm-hmm. being on there, and then I just kept my name and dedicated every show, you know, to him because he's the one that actually got me my jump start. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one I went in there and talked to, and just put me where I needed to be. So since then, 2000, um, late 2010, early 2011, you know, I was just on there full full fledged, going mm-hmm. in, giving him my all. You know, and then I came across this guy named Cliff, man, you know. So then you know, <laughs> my, my program director came in and said, hey, Ty, you know, you know, we got somebody new that's interested in radio, you know, just tell them, show them what it is, you know, whatnot. And and I met that guy, came in, and he just looked like he was, he knew he wanted to be here, but he, you know, for sure, man. And he's kind of a little shy at the moment, but I just yeah. told him straight up, man. I said, if you know you want to be here, this is it. It's super easy. Um and this can be something that you can definitely excel in. And, and I first heard him speak, I said, you know, hey, what's up, man, you know, and then I just heard this deep voice. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, where's he going? He said, he's gonna be our new Night Winds guy. And I was like, uh... I definitely hear, you know, the late night R&B night guy, and I can definitely hear that in him, man. And, and I feel like, and this is a funny story I tell guys when I train people, they always ask me if I ever train someone. And I remember training him, and the training session went a little, a little bit like, Hey man, come right here. I'm gonna show you this right here. And you're on your own. <laughs> and I did yo. that. Like, and I did that. And I left yo. And and he said, and he, he called it though. But I feel like that's the best way to learn and teach somebody is to stay on their own, man. Oh, I was so, so mad, yo. So, you know, I remember that. I was so scared. I was like, yo. <laughs> I talked, showed him how to do it. Like once, one time, good. And then I was like, hey man, you come sit over here. And you on your own, show me what's up. And I sit on the other side, let him do his thing, man. And ever since then, it was like a piece of cake. You know, I come in there on days off, and he in there, you know, working, putting in the work. And I'm mm-hmm. super proud of you now. Like I said, to you giving 
given the uh, podcast that you're doing now on the same show, which is really ecstatic, man. But I had I had to tell that story, man. It was just super monumental to me. Yo, um, yo, yo. I uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 deep history for me, man. Um, but now just going in, I had the opportunity of getting on the record label, um, others records in on early 2016, and had the pleasure of meeting DJ Luke Nasty and getting in the company of that, and I began working with him. Um, at the beginning of his career, and and I'm currently doing working with him now at different times, man. So we still have a great relationship. They gave me the opportunity to really get my feet in, feet in the door, get some acknowledgement about the game, and be able to help other artists out, man. So now the opportunity, I was able to translate that over to being able to do stuff for myself, helping other artists, um, and then I kind of grew Yada Management, you know, which is Music by Yada, it's still a publishing company, and we still help artists excel and do what they need to do. We help them find shows, tours, if they want to do connect with producers, anything, you know, how we can be beneficial for them. Um, I, I haven't I haven't got to the stage yet where I've committed to just one artist, you know, and just help them out. I haven't done that yet. Um, I will feel like I will eventually get to that standpoint, but I feel like I got a lot left to me to keep moving around and kind of connecting other people and getting them where they need to be first. Yeah. Um, and I still got a lot of ties and stuff to a lot of connects and stuff in the industry, so... I mean, that's just a little bit where I am now, still kind of spreading the knowledge and helping artists out any way possible. Yeah. Um, and just being a beneficial for them, man, um, currently. So, yeah, real quick story. When, um, do you remember that night I called you when I thought I messed something up in the station? <laughs> and like that, I remember uh, I didn't, because you know, we had to play a certain drop. Yeah, at for a certain, a certain time, yeah. so to be the station and, ID. And it, exactly. Yeah. I, woo, I was crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo, I remember calling uh, Kimo. Oh, man, I was losing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was funny, man. I, I, yeah, just, I, I think it was like, true. It, it was. It had to be well after 11 o'clock. It, it was, was yeah. Late. It was late. And that time, man, yeah. And I just remember, I was like, man, I hope I don't get in trouble. And I remember I came in the next next day, and I was like, nah, something had happened. It yeah, was, it was, yeah. It, was, it wasn't your fault, something with the system. And I was like, okay, cool. But the fact of you even knowing that and saying, hey, I know the station ID got to get played at this time. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> you're still on top of your game. Like, if you, you don't know? do nothing else, you better Play the station ID <laughs> at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, whatever, right. you know, like. <laughs> Let them know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, tell me, um, you, you know, in 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 doing in doing what you do, what I guess what what are some of the things that made you or allowed you to be really successful in in doing this stuff? Um, having hands on, um, and being able to be in the vicinity and mm -hmm. being present, mm -hmm. not just being there. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um. So a lot of people that go in certain areas and their body is there, but their mind isn't, you know, and they're not really there to kind of advance themselves and network. I always go into a thing, man, with, with whatever I do, I always say, hey, it's life after this. So while I'm doing this, I have to set up steps of preparing myself to what's going to happen after this gig is over. Yeah. So, you know, at the same time, I'm still learning. I'm still learning how to do this. Even excuse me even in the studio um I, I try to excel myself and learn how to be an engineer so now if my managing days is over i can go to anybody's studio and say hey are they you looking for an engineer i can go ahead and do this for you i can go ahead and get you right you know mm -hmm. I, can, I just try to ex learn different things to excel myself man and and 
open my horizons and be better. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as with management and stuff, like when I was with Luke, um, still working with him, uh, I knew like after this, like this career is gonna go far, but. Uh, how long am I going to be able alone for this ride? Right. So I already know I have to take what I learned here to be able to apply it to other artists, to be able to give them the same blueprint, the same transformation, and get them to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. And then just keep doing it. And just keep doing it. Yeah. So, and it's just all about, man, kind of just perfecting your craft, being consistent, networking, going to different conferences, meeting people, keeping your relationships alive. Yeah. Um, mainly your relationships, man. Yeah. So, keeping those things alive and up well. I mean, and I, and I feel like that's what really allowed me to be successful today, man. And um, people believing in me because they believe, because they see I believe in myself. Right. Confidence is key. I don't want no artist calling me and I'm telling them, man, I think this is it right here or it's going to cost you this, I think, but and then give them another price the next day yeah. or saying, hey, I don't know about this one. I need to let them know that I know what I'm talking about. I need to let them know, like, right. this is going to do this for you. You shouldn't do that because of this right here, yeah. or you should do this because of that right there, and then that's gonna get you that, I right. promise you. Right. So, I mean, it's just more so about confidence and just learning your stuff, man, right. just repetition. Right, so I'm, 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 I wanna know, what what skill sets do you have? I know you've, uh-huh. done, you've done a, a few things and- I think the best skill set <laughs> I really have is a problem solver, I'm a problem solver. Okay. I love solving problems. But outside of that, like what, like what I guess, in, as far as the, the, the different skills that you do have, uh-huh. Like I'll say for me, you know, being you know, booking shows and putting okay. together shows, yeah, and something all. like that. Like, what, yeah, coordinating. Well, I know. I'm, I, I'm really curious to know, like, what all do you know how to do? All right. Well, I don't know how to do. Yeah, I know how to, like you said, um, I know how to set artists up for a brand development. I know how to put them where they need to be, get mm-hmm. them the places where they need to go, mm-hmm. putting them in the front of the cameras that they need to be at and where they need to be heard. Mm-hmm. So it's more so about placing artists mm-hmm. and what exactly where they need to be scheduling them for this knowing their next move mm-hmm. so if you say if an artist say hey I didn't done this right here this video right here and it didn't got me five six thousand views okay so with that let's take it to this this platform right here this mm-hmm. is what you need that's gonna take you where you need to go because mm-hmm. you've already done that mm-hmm. so it's mainly like it's it was just crazy man um to put it all man I, I don't know, man. It's just so much that I, <laughs> I know what I can. I know it's just, I don't know, man. It's just yeah. placing them where they need to be. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just, I'm the guy. They, I, I just know what I need to do for them, man. Yeah. Like, they just got to trust me. That's good. That's good. You know? I, I, I imagine, because I, I know I, I sit, when I sit down and I think about, you know, some of the things that I can do, mm-hmm. especially, you know, the more you do, the more skills you develop, mm-hmm. and also using some of the skills that you've developed previously, mm-hmm. it's like, Okay, I can do this. Oh, excuse me. I mean, y'all, and getting deals done. I, I know I can get a deal done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I can do that. I know I can get, yeah, for us that and promote. Yeah, I know. That's definitely getting mm-hmm. a deal done and something getting solidified for them. That's a skill, I guess. Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Negotiation. Yes. Like, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's really, really a big yeah, big skill. A lot of people are skill. underappreciated. Oh yeah, definitely. Very I mean, underappreciated. I, you know, having having done sales, you know, one of the things I learned is because having having a career in sales taught me to appreciate 
being an uh, agent mm -hmm. because an agent has to has to be able to sell an artist and has yes. to be able to get the deal and negotiate the you know how much the, the payout's going to be and you know the split and all yes. that kind of stuff. So it's like yeah, like that that is a really critical skill to have, especially because yes, you can lose business. it. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, and to be able to go in there, because I, I know when I work with my artists and they have certain questions or concerns, and at the same time, being that person that's not afraid to go in there and mm -hmm. make certain demands, mm -hmm. and also at the same time, being able to, to, to take those shots. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, don't, you know, don't worry about the repercussions. Mm -hmm. You let me deal with that. Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. And that, that, because, you know, my, my, uh, I don't mean to cut you no, off, man. I'm good. sorry. But it's just about you when you said, lie. let yeah. me handle that. You know, it's, <laughs> it, I'm big on like communication, man. Right. I don't need two or three people trying to call about a deal that's mm -hmm. being worked out between me and such and such. Because right. if you have too many people trying to talk and do exactly. that thing, it can get overwhelming. Right. It can get messed up mm -hmm. and it can become a disappointment for everybody because everybody's yeah. going to lose yeah. you know i always feel like it should be one person communicating a deal mm -hmm. organizing everything and then if you have a team that you're working with then bring it back to the team saying hey collectively as a unit what you think about this right. you know right. should we go with this yeah. no we shouldn't yay yay or nay yeah. okay cool then you use the designated dealer goes back to the negotiation table and we get the deal done with this Preach. with our team that's collectively yeah. involved. Yeah. I feel like that's how it should go, man. Oh, yeah, um, definitely, definitely. I, I tell you, one of the worst things, and I've experienced this one firsthand, is when an artist goes out and says something and then somebody that you are having a conversation with comes back to you and say, I just saw this on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What? <laughs> you know, I've had, I've been in the situation yeah. where I'm sitting there, I'm and it's like, real. It happens. You know what I mean? And then I had to go back. Yo, what, what did you do? Especially artists. I say, I always say, man, I was told this when I first got in that artists are some of the most emotional people that you will come encounter yeah. with, yeah. and that's how artists are. So now when you're being their manager, you're being their guide and protector, and you gotta control all of that. Like right. you gotta control not only your emotions and that you gotta mm -hmm. control another whole person living, right. breathing's emotions and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, man, I, I feel you. I feel you having <laughs> to deal with all of that, man. It's part of the game, though, you know. But it's you know it's so funny, and because I'm in a, I'm in a different position now, as far as on a, with the same show, I'm a creative, mm -hmm. and my manager. I think one of the things that made me feel really good. When he said to me, he's like, Cliff, don't worry about it. Let me deal with that. Yes. If you, let me be the muscle. You know that's what I mean? That's it. And I'm like, wow. You ain't got to worry about it. Right. And that's <laughs> weight lifted off your shoulders. Exactly. I, you don't want to have to deal with the burden of something. And it, it goes back to me saying the problem solver. That's why yeah. I think I am a, a great problem solver. Yeah. And I love to do that. I love that's to good. take on problems. I love to take on situations. I feel like, I mean, it ain't always got to get around being a bad, negative way. It's right. so many ways that you can get something taken care of, yeah. aired out, mm -hmm. aired out, whether it be mm -hmm. bad communication, good communication that right. needs to be done. And I feel like that's where I excel at as well, man, mm -hmm. just trying to do that and taking the burdens off of people. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it feels so good to see people just got that weight lifted off. Mm -hmm. And they can go on about their business. Mm -hmm. Big picture, what are you looking for? Oh, I'm looking. Or, 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 or what do you hope to accomplish? Or you know, I'm not even gonna say hope, plan to. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I'm there's I, it with knowing you, there is no hope. You because you're, <laughs> you're doing it now. You're trending in the, in the uh, right direction. So what's the plan? 
big picture? Uh, the big picture, man, is to really just bring out more artists that's straight from my brand, the Yada Music Yada, man. Okay. So that's that's my main goal focus now is mm -hmm. getting some concrete establishment based with some couple artists mm -hmm. and knowing like getting them where they need to be, man. Actually giving them the extra push, mm -hmm. whether it be you know. Leaning, giving away some uh, platforms, doing this, whatnot. Just making sure you meet halfway with people, man. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do now. Just, I kind of want to sit back and say, hey, this is what we nurtured. This is what we've been watering. This is what we've been producing. And now it's finally ready. Cool. cool. That's what it is, man. Yada house. That's what we're doing, <laughs> man. That's it, man. Great, great, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see, you know, what comes of that. And again, I'm, you know, minty. No, you man, know. I appreciate you. Yeah, I, I yeah. really do. <laughs> I'm, I'm like I like I tell a lot of people that come on here. I'm I'm a fan of the work that you do, and and you know it's 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 been great for me to watch you go from what you've done at ECSU and to see what you're doing now. And I'm so yeah. glad you know we've remained in contact. Yeah, and that's all I'm, that's right. all I really wanted to say, man. Feelings of mutual superman, and but to be able to have the contact now after mm -hmm. all these long years, even right. when you left. Elizabeth City, man, and went on your own direction, you know, and I, we wasn't happy about losing our night wins, God, then, I can tell you now, you know, we wasn't <laughs> ecstatic, but we knew at the end of the day it was something to better you, but, you know, and, and to you seeing you now, and mm -hmm. we still keeping the contact. And you still rocking the UNCG right now. Yeah. Like, you know, but so. yeah, I still I still got love yeah. for, for E City, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really do. I, I keep in touch with a lot of people there. A lot of a lot of y'all doing great things. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard me shout you out on one of the previous recordings. Yes, where, yeah. You know, I was shouting everybody out there. A lot of you know, I I got to get back up there actually because I, I when I think about it, I, I had some good times up yeah, there too, man. man. Really so did. like I said, man, just to being able to keep the communication yep. right now for the time that we've been. It's been a blessing, man, to be able to see everything, yeah. how it formats and pans out. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. You know, it's always when I'm, when I'm talking to, you know, my my good friends about, you know, this journey, mm -hmm. you know, I, I always tell people, it's, uh, that's going to be the day when we all make it big. Yeah, yep, yep, You know, yep. we talk about who we came up with, and yep, we all, yep, yep. always go back to, like, the, the picture, the, the high school picture with, like, uh, Pac and Jada and it's like, yep. they, like they go back like they go that, way you know back I mean? <laughs> and that's how it is when you put the time and effort yeah. in into the entertainment industry yeah. we're gonna look back at this three or four years now your yeah. drink is gonna be blowed up right. globally yeah. and I'm like yeah, that's my dog like from years back right, like, right. from Carolina like, yeah, we was doing radio we was, we was in the radio station at ECSU in Elizabeth City North Carolina killing it and you know here we are now that's how it you know, goes and, and I, I just I'm beyond excited. I just wish the, the listeners could really see and feel how I'm feeling right now. Just to, again, like I said in the beginning, mm -hmm. how we, we sat across each other at ECSU years ago. Years ago and man. here we are again on my podcast. Sitting across the would, table I, would I ever be able to drop by? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Definitely put something together yeah. for you. When it don't be right, man, you know? <laughs> Only be right. Word, word, word. Well, um, man, this is this is uh, this is probably my new favorite. This is my new favorite recording. <sighs> Come on, uh, Come and on, there's a, there's a lot there's a lot of a uh, lot of great recordings that yeah, I yeah you do. I told you yeah. I posted on social media. We was riding in a car. We was listening to one yeah. of your podcasts. It was word, word, as well, word, man. Word. So we so um yeah, man. I I, I do. We definitely I, support you. I I appreciate the support. I appreciate the support, and you know it goes both ways. Thank you. 
for you know taking time to sit down with me. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, yeah, always, always. You, you're always welcome. So this won't be the last time. Absolutely you know not. Nah. And it show. won't be another seven years before y'all see us across the table again. No, 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 not, not at all. I, I guess you got any, got any social media, anything you want yeah, everybody um, to check out? Yeah, hit me up on the Instagram. It's underscore sign Tahoe T Y H O. Super simple. On Twitter, it's Tahoe underscore number five. And on Facebook, it's just Ty Horton. And, you know, hit me up with the T-Y-H-O-U-G-H-T-O-N. If any artist, you know, anything inspiring, have any questions, contact the same show um, directly if you yep. can't contact me. And I'm sure the connection will be made for you. Yep, exactly. You, you all know how I am. I'm I'm always willing to help and put people in position. At the end of the day, I'll, I'll get you in the position, but you got to You, you got to yeah, work. You got to do yeah. your own, man. <laughs> Take a horse to the water, but you it, cannot make them drink. Exactly, exactly. So, with that being said, be sure to check out the Sane Show. Follow us on Instagram, Sane underscore show, S-A-N-E underscore show. Same thing on Twitter, Sane underscore show. Facebook, the Sane Show. Yep. Remember, be looking out April 27th. We got the Sane Show live at Coco and the Director in the live. heart of Uptown, Charlotte, April 27th. You know, be look out for more details. We're going to drop an event, Bryce, Let's go. interview. So that's going to be exciting. It's going to be lit. Uh, I hope to have you there. Yes, <laughs> you, April 27th, we got to put that on the calendar. It's going to be live. We definitely got to yes, be there. It's, it's going to be a great one. Um, again, thank you for coming by. Right. Thank you, my man. Hey, I got to. For real, man. For real. I appreciate you. This is you. the same show, show about nothing and everything, episode 21. We out of here. <laughs> Thanks for listening from the U.S. to Canada, the Panama, to the U.K., to Belgium. Really appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Shout out to everyone again. That's the same show, episode 21. We're out.